Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Kane Radio's Fishing and Hunting Show. Uh, I'm Tony Landry, along with Ricky Watkins. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, Tony. Anyway, uh, for our weekly fishing and hunting show, and welcome to Kane Radio, FM Band 107.5 and AM 1240. And as always, the purpose of the show is to keep our listeners updated with the fishing and the hunting in the area, along with Louisiana and stories around the USA and the world. And uh, each Friday, the reason we're here are these fine people, Rick. You're right, Tony. We've got to thank our sponsors, Alamo Hydraulics, Doors Heating and Cooling, Coca-Cola, the Quarter Tavern, and Home Run Pizza. And if you'd like to give us a call, of course, the number, you got to dial the old area code, 337. The number is 367-1240. And you can listen to us online at www.kane1240.com. Anywhere in the world, we stream this service. And if you have an Alexa, just say Alexa. Play Kane 1240. You may also listen to Kane on any accessible Internet device. We're live here at the studios at uh, 107 West Main Street here in downtown New Iberia, right next to Victus Cafeteria, which is open. And, Rick, I know uh, you've been freshwater fishing, and uh, what's shaking, man? <clears throat> Tony's been very good, almost excellent, uh, way, way above average, should I say. Uh, Sherrington, now that the water's got low, you could probably get out of there with a surface drive, uh, which is a pro drive, everybody knows. But uh, a big bass boat or, you know, a, a mid-sized aluminum boat, uh, I wouldn't try to go out of there because the sandbar, has, uh, as the water's fell, the uh, the sandbar is now, you know, showing. And uh, it, it's tough to get out of there. So I've been putting down at Miet Point and then taking a little run back of a uh, crew boat, Miller Chute. We've been doing very well on uh on bass and uh barfish well also rick uh boy the water's down to uh it's under six feet it's at 5.65 we show this morning at about uh six o'clock so uh right. boy that's advantageous for uh yeah. someone who wants to go into the basin <clears throat> right it's been good tony but i got a call the other day and we, we'll, we'll talk about that a little later in the show bad news is coming you know from uh west to east as uh we got a, a major fish kill coming so that's that's going to slow it down and, and hurt it a lot you know well, we're also going to see uh, sometime, I'm trying to see the date here, uh, maybe next weekend we'll see a little bump to yeah. about a foot or so. Yeah, about a foot. That, that will shut them down big time. So uh, interesting uh, that that's uh, taking place right now out in uh, Butte Rose. So we look at the, we gauge it each Friday morning when I get in early right. and to look and see where uh, the uh, water levels are. But uh, for the last uh, couple of weeks, so Rick, the it's, fishing's been really, oh, uh, really it's, nice. It's been excellent, Tony. Um, <clears throat> talked to a few of my friends they've been catching i've been catching good and uh they've had a few tournaments you know this past weekend they had a tournament i didn't get no results of it and uh they, i heard some good fish it took some good fish to win the tournament well rick without giving away your honey holes and all what's working for you right now in the last <clears throat> week tony we've been days? i'm fixing to do a little transition well with, with the water bumping up and then the fish kill coming like i told you sunday i'm gonna have to go i'm gonna go out there and see you know, what's going to transpire with, with the water still falling, but it's going to start coming back up. And then with that fish kill coming, uh, I hope the water, if this makes any sense, if the bad water can still, you know, come out of the woods and, and mix in in the GA cut, maybe the fish kill, you know, the damage is done where it's done at, but maybe it'll minimize coming down, you know, from west to east, if that makes any sense. Well, uh, also with that too, uh, Rick, uh, 
I mean, with with the heat we've had, of course, it's kind of yeah. it's kind of backed off a little bit with the rain last week, but uh, this week uh, looks like it's heating back up again. Uh, basically, what's really helped is the overcast skies uh, right. to keep the heat away. Yeah, and then Tony, you could see we went into a couple spots. It's it's a grayish water, and, and some of it's black, and it has a sheen on it. And I mean, it has it's like a a bad, almost like a sulfur smell. You know, it's just a. Uh, like you said, with the heat, the lilies rot, the the water just sits there, and it's like it just boils, you know. So when that water, when the water starts falling like it's been falling, I thought all the bad water was out, but the worst was yet to come from what one of my friends was telling me. And uh, it's it's a real bad fish kill in the back of Bow Bayou, you know, coming out towards uh, the GA cut. Uh, that's amazing, too. So uh, not not good uh, when you start seeing these fish kills and no, oxygen being yeah. taken out of the water. Yeah. And uh, the fish uh, can't survive. And and what's the the next problem is that with the dead fish and all, it uh, just brings upon more issues, yeah. too. Yeah, it does, Tony. I mean, it's really, really sad. I thought we would escape this year, you know, and uh, but that the worst was done. But, no, the worst was yet to come. Yeah, they, w- they were advising us a few weeks ago when right. the weather really started getting hot in the end of June yeah. uh, that uh, if you notice any fish kills, let the wildlife fisheries know as quickly as possible so they can come and uh, evaluate and see what needs to be done in that regard. But I just don't think, uh, just in my common sense, that there's not a whole lot you can do it. No, it's just time. Mother Nature's just got to run its course, Tony. Uh, my friend was fishing, in, like I said, around Bow Bayou, and he had to go for miles and miles, and he still didn't get a bite. And he said, man, it's, it, it was dead fish everywhere, you know. Well, yeah, which is really sad. Any particular type of fish, uh, mostly uh, that it, affected it. It was uh, pretty much pretty much all of them, Tony. When they they get trapped in there, and uh, you know if they can't get out of it, I mean you got to breathe. Everything has to breathe. And uh, he said from buffalo to bass to sockeye to all of your game fish. You know it was it was pretty bad. Oh wow. Yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, just hopefully we'll see some uh, recovery of that. Hopefully. Uh, you know, some rain showers do help with that now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's yeah. been raining, uh, of course, <laughs> where I live. Yeah. We have had thunderstorms all around us, and <clears throat> I haven't seen any rain yeah. uh, in the last, uh, oh, I guess uh, four or five, maybe six or seven days. Right. But see the th- see all the thunderclouds and yeah. everything and the rain falling, but just not in my, in my area where yeah. I live. Yesterday, Tony, I had to go to an establishment right outside of Lafayette, and when I tell you it came a deluge, it rained. So I get right back right here by Spanish Lake. The, when the wind would blow, you could see the dust fly. So, like you said, you know, it come a mini flood right there, and almost in Broussard, and we didn't get a drop of rain right here by Spanish Lake. Yeah, that's that's truly amazing. <laughs> it is. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, Rick, uh, what particular bait uh, is working for you right now? Tony, uh, we've been catching on on three different baits. Uh, well, really four. A little bit of plastic, and uh, I like to throw a little four inch worm on on a lightweight. And then we've been catching on a on a two to four crankbait. Uh, it's called a, a splash, a splash pattern. And then we've been catching on a four to eight splash pattern. And then also on a a, a spinner bait, a humdinger spinner bait, uh, a quarter ounce, which has been doing good. White chartreuse and blue. Now, like I said, this weekend with with the fish kill and the waters, you know they can they'll say next Wednesday or Thursday, Tony, the the water's going to rise. So that means the flow, the flow is going to start slowing down before the rise comes. So, you know, uh, I, I'm, I'm looking for the worst this weekend. And of course, I love to fish. I'm going to go anyway, but I don't think we'll be doing as good as we have been doing, if that makes any sense, you know. 
Yeah, just because of the heat, too, and you got to battle that. But the right. weather the forecast is called for oh, anywhere from 30 to 50% chance of rain yeah. throughout the afternoon. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's typical of this time of the year oh, in Louisiana, yeah. you know, with these afternoon thunder showers, oh, yeah. you know, as the heat build up, the right. water. And, uh, and it's the lightning, Tony. I'm not worried about getting wet because actually that'll cool you off a little bit, and sure. we'll take a boat ride and dry off, but it's the lightning that, that, that scares me, you know, and uh, – I'm not worried about, like I said, the rain. It's just so much, uh, you know, and, of course, they're saying thunderstorms. So, and I always try, you know, when it starts building up, to try to get uh, a fish around a camp. i got a couple of buddies that's got a camp uh, in the basin, and we'll go you tie up the boat and just stand underneath the porch, you know, until the, uh, until the uh, shower's over with. All right. Anyway, Rick, uh, in that regard, too, uh, want to remind folks, you know, those fishing licenses came due on the yep. 30th. If That's you right. renew, And also, if you renewed it in the earlier part of June, trying to take advantage of that uh, 13-month, uh, but that's not the case. Effective June 1st, uh, if you renewed your license thinking that, oh, I'm going to get uh, 12 and a half months, that's not the case. Yep. Licenses do not expire on the June 30th anymore. Right. They all expire on the day you purchase right. them. So if I buy uh, my fishing license, I uh, bought it, I should say, June 15th. Yeah. It's going to come due next June 15th, That's not right. June 30th. So That's please right. remember that. Check yeah. your license out and make sure that uh, when you purchase your license, if you buy it today, June 15th, that's when it's going to come due. That's it. June 15th next year. And a lot of people are confused about that, Tony. I got a bunch of calls. And I think a couple of folks have spoken to you also. Yes. Uh, you know, and, and I quit tell them, you know, well, it's, it's the 30th. No, it's not the 30th no more, you know. It's, it's uh, whatever day you purchase it. That's right, and that's uh, that that's effective. Uh, the legislature passed that law last year in 2021, and effective June 1st, all those licenses, whenever you renew it or purchase it, uh, first-time buyers, it comes due the following year, the date you purchase it. So if I go in there and buy one today, yep. uh, July the 15th, it's going to be due July 15th next year. Now, yep. A lot of that comes in regard to hunting licenses, too. All of it. So right. it's going to be a yearly, uh, just like you, well, your driver's license comes yeah. due on your birthday, but right. it's a one-year period, and uh, no longer is June 30th. And, the, yeah. and I can understand that. They're trying to spread out the revenue a little bit better. Yeah. In that regard, so everything would come in due at the 30th and have cash to make up, you know, ideas of how to uh, structure things and yes. allocate money to different areas. But now, yeah. the, hopefully, the funds come in at different times. And we talked about this a year and a half, two years ago with COVID, uh, with the pandemic. They saw a tremendous amount of licenses oh, yeah. being purchased throughout the course of the year. Right. I think the, it went up anywhere from 50 to 100 percent in that's, some that's months. That's right. Yep. So a lot more license, fishing licenses were purchased and people playing golf and everything else during the pandemic. So Yes, sir. Anyway, Rick, I also handed you one this morning. Uh, we talked about it a little bit last week, and uh, I wanted to show you that article that the commission adopts a notice of intent to modify crappy regulations on Bayou uh, Darborn Lake, that's up in North Louisiana around Formerville. Yeah. yeah, and it, it, it's, uh, it, the article says today, that was last week, but the Wildlife Fisheries adopted a notice of intent, and this uh, passage of this intent was to change the daily ta- uh, take of crappie that measure over 12 inches in length to seven per person. Right. 
And I mentioned I was wondering maybe if this is uh, the beginning of uh, maybe some regulations with regard to uh, sockeye fishing, too. Yeah. And uh, just your perspective on that, uh, what do you think about that, Rick? Uh, you know, the daily take has still remained at 50 a person. Yeah. But uh, they want you to c- cut down uh, the number of uh, crappie you take that over 12 inches. Right. Interesting. Yeah, they're, they're trying to – well, it, it's, they're trying to, to regulate it, Tony, and they'll probably do this for about a year or maybe three years um i remember back in the basin after the storm if you remember that they uh they went with a slot limit in the lake and also in the basin that you couldn't uh keep nothing you know under 12 inches that lasted for a while and then now well with the fish kill of course like i said mother nature's going to take its course but what they're trying to do tony is regulate uh, more fish of a certain size because apparently they have too many smaller fish in this lake you know so they're trying to they're trying to thin those out and then get get a bigger scale going well you know i'm wondering too if that might come to fruition here in this area with some of our uh whether it be lake dotrieve or lake force point or any of our lakes around here rick you know uh that's uh, is this something maybe that uh that uh, they're just looking at this particular lake up in north louisiana maybe some of the lakes in south louisiana might be or even toledo bend for that matter well toledo Toledo is such a massive, I think it's 750,000 acres, Tony, which is, I mean. Oh, it is massive. Oh, it's, you know, and then you have the river also that uh, that feeds Toledo Bend, the Sabine River. So that, you know, I don't know. Toledo is pretty strong. I, I've seen some ice chests come out of there, a bunch of fish, sockeye this, this past year. And I, I don't think they'll, they'll fool with Toledo too much because, and then you got to realize too, you know, uh, Toledo Bend is almost cut in half. You got Texas on one side and then Louisiana. So, right. but that doesn't mean it couldn't work together. But just to say, but on this lake, what they're trying to do is is regulate. You know, get get more of a a, a bigger uh, size fish going. And it, okay. like I said, it either be a one year study or a three year study. And I guess we'll just have to keep up with it yeah. and see. You know what what comes to pass. Yeah. Anyway, uh, just uh, quickly, uh, the CCA tournament, of course, has been going on since uh, Memorial Day weekend to Labor Day weekend, and uh, some changes. Mangrove snapper Gary Trahan. Uh, Trahan uh, has the large one right now in our area, Hatch Trahan. I wonder if they're related. Uh, he also landed a 12-pounder uh, mangrove snapper, good grill-eating fish, too, uh, over there. So he's hit the board. Uh, fly fishing. Uh, John Petrie uh, landed a speckled trout, uh, weighted in at uh, Pecan Island Food Store, 1.45 pounds uh, on that. So uh, I'm trying to see uh, basically a bank fishing, John Latard, uh He's got a 5.35-pound speckled truck. Yeah, he landed in Grand Isle. That's yeah. a big speck. I wonder oh, yeah. if he needed a winch yeah. truck to pull it aboard. Yeah, that's, and I, I know exactly, Tony. You know, like you know, we, we spoke about this before. He's, uh, the area he's fishing, he probably caught that at night, and which is it's cooler, and they have a lot of light. You know, it's, it's a well-lit area where he's fishing at. And yeah. uh, it's, uh, you, you can catch some, some good fish right there. Well, also in the kayak, Olivia, Olivia uh, Cunningham still holds that uh, 3.25 pounds. Uh, Scotty Broussard uh, also landed one at Dago's at 3.20, so she's got a 500th of a lead on him. Nicholas Begno with the Cobia landed at, uh, I should say landed, weighted Dago's at 65.4 
pounds, it's going to be hard to catch that, in my personal opinion. Anyway, Pierce Buffy uh, also in second at 50.45 pounds. Donald Romero Sr., uh, red snapper, uh, Dagos, he weighed in 23.67 pounds. Jackson Gotro, also a red snapper, he's at 23.60 pounds. Again, 700s of a difference uh, in weight. In the Southwest Division, Anthony Frederick, speckled trout, uh, 5 pounds. Trey Case, uh, also at Gulfway Sporting Goods, he uh, weighed 4.8 pounds. And Grant J. Harden, last week he came in at 4 pounds. So uh, speckled trout's uh, kind of showing some good weights there too rick so uh yeah with that with the river coming down a I, I, I little bump up i don't think it it uh, affects salt water too much tony uh coming up next week but uh it, they've been catching a few good specks yeah, in, they this, have. in this area yeah and i've been talking to people even in the cove uh right. they've been catching some uh specks so th- those are all good things Meanwhile, uh, they got a, a tournament uh, tomorrow okay. at the Westside Bass Masters. Uh, guys, don't wait until November to honor our nation's military vets. Of course, November 11th being uh, Veterans Day. All right. Uh, Saturday's sixth annual Veterans Open is scheduled for July 16th. Pick your partner bass tournament means our veterans pay no entry fee. But we'll complete for all the prize money. Even better than this, uh, this year is organized. Joey Stein said he received enough sponsorship to support, uh, to believe the tournament will raise enough to give $30,000 to the Louisiana-based Wounded Warrior Heroes. That's a uh, wow. Uh, what a take then for them. Also, uh, the entry fee is unusual. It's $151.50 per team, Seventy-five, seventy-five. if one is a veteran. There is no 70-30 split uh, between payback to the top anglers and wounded war heroes. Stein said there's a 6 to 8 p.m. registration meeting that was taken uh, the night before, so if you missed out on that, but uh, Cajun outboards in Adidas uh, before Saturday's gathering way in at Dwaron's Landing in the Stevensville. If you need more information, I'm going to give this number out a couple times. That's Joey Stein. The area code is 225. The number is 776 6982. So that's Joey Stein, S T E I N. And it's uh, area code, Baton Rouge area code, 225. The number, the prefix is 776, and the last four digits, 6982. So 776-6982. Hey, be a great opportunity for you in that regard to fish in that tournament. Right. Especially a veteran, no charge. Go out there, pick your partner, and he'll have to pay 7575, and you can fish in a fine tournament. So, uh in that regard. Also want to mention, got this call late last, uh, or late yesterday evening okay. with regards to a, uh, a UL tournament that, uh, the proceeds, uh, for the, I think it was a fundraiser. Yeah, they're doing Rick. a fundraiser for UL. That's right. Yeah. And, uh, I have to pull it up. I wasn't able yeah. to print it this morning. There you go. It's July 14th. Uh, that's, uh, yeah, it started yesterday. He's getting to me a little late. Okay. So, but, uh, to the 17th. Fishing for scholarships for UL. They got free entertainment. Uh, basically, Friday uh, it's, it's going to take place in Intercoastal City. Uh, Friday from July fifteenth at three p.m. to eight p.m. Saturday uh, uh, the sixteenth, three p.m. to eight p.m. and then Saturday from uh, July seventeenth at ten a.m. to noon. That's uh, at the scales. Uh, meanwhile, they won't allow ice chest. Uh, bring your own lawn chairs. Food and drinks available. Free jumps for the kids. Uh, today they've got uh, entertainment tonight from 7 to 11, Alligator Blue. Uh, Saturday night from 3 to 6 is Donald uh, Bobin. 
uh, elsewhere on uh, later on that night. Uh, it's from six to seven is a live auction, and then uh, from seven to ten is Gino Delafosse. So uh, okay. uh, tickets available at the Abbeville uh, Snapper Gulfway Sporting Goods Don Specialty Meats. That's in Scott and Karen Crow. Uh, fishing tickets, I believe. I'm trying to enlarge this. 50 tickets. Boat Calcutta was 500. Rules and regulations can be filed on visit alumni.louisiana.ed slash fishing for scholarships. Uh, a, a worthy cause, too, Rick, uh, when we see all these fishing for scholarships. And oh, yeah. All. And I even mentioned the guy last night, Chester Richard, who uh, gave me a call. Uh, I want to thank Clay Pelche. He had gotten in touch with Clay, and Clay put him on to me. And uh, fishing for scholarships. So uh, if want to help the UL uh, uh, scholarship uh, for fishing. Uh, it's a great cause. So uh, yep. at uh, and pull it up. Uh, uh, visit alumni.louisiana. Uh, ed slash fishing for scholarships. So uh, a good idea, good host. So uh, anyway, wishing the best in that regard, and hopefully uh, they'll see a nice little turnout for yes, them. Yes, so hope so. Anyway, we're going to go ahead and take our first break this morning. You're listening to Kane Radio's Fishing and Hunting Show. We'll be back with more right after this. Locally owned and operated, Alamo Hydraulic serves the oil business on the national scene. Specializing in welding, grinding, and hard chrome plating, Alamo also does fabrication work on cylinders, valves, pumps, and motors of all brands. Located at 2712 West Admiral Doyle Drive, you can call Chris Williamson at 303-3799. That's Alamo Hydraulics, a proud sponsor of the Cane Fishing and Hunting Show. Everyone loves pizza, and everyone loves a home run. Put them together, and you have home run pizza. And yes, right here in New Iberia, located at 3816 East Old Spanish Trail, it's New Iberia's newest takeout pizza. And delivery is available. Dough is made fresh each day, and you get an assortment of toppings. Try the Grand Slam, the Double Play, or Mr. Meaty. They're all home runs at Home Run Pizza. 256-5783. That's 256-5783. We have a new player on the field, and he's ready for kickoff with a delicious ice-cold Coca-Cola. And the kick. Ice giving him a little trouble as a few cubes shake loose. He's probably going to pour it here, and he does. The glass is full. Can he go all the way? He did it! Oh, wow! And just listen to that fizz! That might have been the most refreshing thing that I've ever seen. Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. A new carrier heating and air conditioning system from Dahl's Heating and Cooling can save you money every month. Thanks to the newest line of carrier energy-efficient technology products, you can lower your utility bill. Don't forget to ask about the cool cash savings through your local carrier dealer. Turn to the carrier experts at Dahl's Heating and Cooling. Call Dan, you're my AC man today at 337-367-2511. That's 337-367-2511, license number 6286. The Quarter Tavern is the premier spot for live music. Be there this Thursday for Southern Jack Productions. Remember, never a cover at the Quarter Tavern. 19 TVs has you covered for sports. No bar with more outdoor seating. Quarter Tavern, 910 East Main across from McDonald's. The best drink prices in DeBerry. Domestic beer now just $2. Imports $3 all day, every day, other than during bands and special benefits. And don't forget, Quarter Tavern now serving fresh fruit, margaritas, and daiquiris. The hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 1075, AM 1240, and streaming at Kane1240.com. 
Welcome back to Kane Radio's Fishing and Hunting Show and the Louisiana Private uh, Recreational Red Snapper Landing Estimates. Didn't get it last week, so this is last week's. Did not get this week's numbers, but uh, through estimates through June 26, uh, the department's real-time landings data collection program shows 317,000 pounds, which is about 40% of the uh, annual private uh, recreational allocation of 809,000 pounds uh, being reduced from uh, 816 because of the overage that was caught late in the year last year. And uh, they uh, they should be updated. Uh, I, I usually get that on Thursday evenings in an email or even early Friday mornings. I didn't get it for this week. Last week didn't get it either. That's why I'm reading. So it's a little back. So it's probably up pushing because uh, it went up 11% from the previous week. So we're probably pushing 50% right now on the landing. So uh, we have to... Uh, uh, the commission gets close to that uh, number of 809,000 pounds, and he can shut it down. So uh, the private red snapper began May 27th in both state and federal waters, and it runs Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, including Mondays, a Memorial Day weekend, uh, 4th of July, and Labor Day, with a daily bag limit of three fish per person, the 16-inch total length minimum size, uh, until recreational landings, as I mentioned, approach the allocation amount. So, uh uh, we'll see how that's going to take place in the meantime, too. Joe, uh, uh, Rick, uh, uh, recently I went out uh, uh, Sunday. I took a little ride out to Sipmore Point uh, just to see what was going on and uh, All right. and and, and uh, look at and evaluate some things and uh, went riding out there. And, uh, you know, boy, the beach is really, really nice, too, Rick. I mean, I have a – I know people uh, can't see it on Channel 1 here at the station, but yeah. – I took I took a, a a snapshot of the aerial view and uh, as you can see the beach is <laughs> I mean this is the best this beach has looked oh, yeah. uh, since they built it back in the day yeah and uh, and with them catching fish out there there are a few places you can throw lines and all but you better be sure you have your fishing license oh so, yeah yeah and all and uh, seniors can get out there free and a seniors considered someone over sixty uh, years of age uh, there's no charge to get to the the park, you know, the cabins out there are really nice, uh, and uh, Vermilion Bay out there, um, a lot to do. There were a few families out there that particular day. They've got uh, uh, allocations, you know, with covers and canopies for different events and all, and uh, I, I don't know if you can reserve some out there. It's usually first come, first serve in that regard, so... Right. Uh, and, you know, the boat launch at Quintana's right there, just a few miles from the Gulf, and... Uh, yeah, you catch flounder out there. Redfish is not uncommon. Uh, anyway, uh, if you don't bring a boat, you can fish from the side. Uh, I just I want to promote that area out there, Rick. And uh, it's really nice uh, and what they've done and fixed it up and all. So uh, a lot of things to do. Uh, it's 185 acres out there. They also built a big walk. And you can see that in that yeah. print that I did. It's, uh, I guess, a few hundred yards that you can walk in. There's a couple of areas where you can fish from, a little platform and all. So it's uh, it's pretty nice. So uh, I encourage people to go out there. Also, I wanted to mention, too, Rick, at Lake Force Point, you know, after the storms, they've kind of they shut it down for a little while. Yeah. They've opened it back up and all. Yeah. And uh, I know you fish out there a lot in that area. And for mm-hmm. the most part, you know, Lake Force Point occupies 6,000 acres. You know, there are a lot of walking trails. Yeah. Well, it might be a little hot to do the walking trails right now, but come uh, the fall and the springtime, uh, might be an opportunity, you know, for fishing, boating, canoeing opportunities. The boat launch gives visitors yeah. – 
easy access to the waterways and winds through the basin and overnight vi- uh, visitors. You can rough it in the campgrounds in the spring and the fall, like I said, summer. But if you like the outdoors, this might be something for you in that regard. The visitor center complex features a boat dock uh, with rentals and three hiking trails, canoe trail, offer up close view of the area's plants and wildlife as well, Lake Force Point, uh, you know, at the edge of a uh, beautiful water wilderness, which we call the Atchafalaya Basin. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's nice out there. It really is, too. And the state park, uh, is, it's right there. So, uh, And it's natural, cultural, uh, hiking, whatever. There are plenty of uh, hiking trails you can go through. Uh, there are 50 units for camping and tents or trailers and each equipped. I know uh, the RV club, there's an RV club that holds an annual Mardi Gras parade out there. Yes, and they do. Yep. They kind of shut it down maybe during the COVID all, but I'm sure it'll be back up and all. And uh, it's just all kind of boardwalks and things to see. Uh, yeah, it's I know- back up and running, Tony. I delivered some pizza out there a couple of weeks ago. The, the Boy Scouts had a deal and with the kayaks. And uh, they ordered a bunch, and I said, well, I'll tell you what, I, you know, if you order them, I'll deliver them to y'all. And uh, they had quite a few people out there. It was on a Thursday afternoon. Yep. Yeah, and it's just nice. It's peaceful. It is. Uh, it's, yeah. You know, there are things for the kids to do and all. So, uh, yeah, because they had shut it down for a while. But that's now right. They're that's right. up and running. That's just that's a good pr- thing. I want to promote that, both of them, uh, Sitwell Point and also uh, Lake Force Point. Yeah. Uh, uh, just opportunities, things to do. Uh, and there's a, a small fee to get in, I think, right. into Lake Force mm-hmm. Point, same as uh, it is regarding yep. uh, And I know at one time, Point. Tony, you had to um, – uh, have reservations and almost like a year advance. Uh, oh, you for know, the and camps, then we had the storms, right. yeah. And for the cabins, I should say, yeah, in that camp. So that's right. I think Sitmore Point has eight, and I do yeah. believe that uh, Lake Force Point has 20. I do uh, believe. They got, they got, I think about, about right. there are eight yeah, in one area, it. maybe 12 in the, yeah. the Cove area. Yeah. There are two different areas. Now, last time I went out to Lake Force Point a few weeks back, I think one area was still shut down a little bit. They were still yeah. doing some improvements. Don't know if that's open yet or not, but uh, it'd be good to pull it up. You can pull it up on the Internet and look at it. I uh, uh, highly yeah. recommend uh, take a family out there, take a drive, a Sunday drive. Oh, yeah, and then they and got go the uh, splash pad now for the kids. That's right. Yeah, that's right. so it's nice. So it is. It really is in both Sipmore Point and uh, Lake Forest Point. So I encourage our, yes, our listeners, that if you want to head out there and look, uh, it's, it's worth your while. Anyway, a 12-year-old girl catches a pending world record blue mauling. I've seen but that. You, but you ready for this? Off the coast of Africa. Yeah. They literally left. Uh, uh, they were there people from, I think, the Panama City area, Panama City Beach, uh, Destin area. And they fished. They took a 43-foot boat. And uh, they went out there during their five days of fishing in late May. The crew raised uh a total of 13 blues and Elizabeth, the little 12-year-old, landed four of them. My biggest marlin measured 115 inches long and weighed 624 pounds, which is more than big enough to replace the current female IGFA junior angler record for species. That record of 549 was cut off the coast of Guyana in 2003. It's currently held by Jordan McCullough, fellow Floridian who accomplished the angler and made a name for herself in 2008 when, at 19, she became the youngest angler ever to complete in the Royal Billfish Slam. And Orrin, who will be a seventh grader next year, Elizabeth, was using an extra-large horse ballyhoo as bait when she hooked a blue marlin herself using an 80-pound test. And sitting in a fighting chair, the 12-year-old got the fish to the boat in roughly 30 minutes. That's all. I can't believe 30 Man. minutes for a 600-pound blue marlin. Although the marlin... Uh, put on show to close to, uh, to the boat. It jumped multiple times. 
Uh, Elizabeth said it wasn't very difficult to land, but her father was more than willing to do the bragging for her. He said the crew donated the Marlins meat after it weighed the fish back to the dock. The paperwork has been filed with the IGFA and is now pending a review. Eastern Atlantic Islands, uh, Cape Verde has long been a mecca for serious billfishing anglers, and its renowned status was reinforced earlier when a South African uh, group caught a 1,370-pound uh, marlin, a blue marlin, so a uh, big fish of the day. Wow, just unbelievable. I guess that area of the world, uh, if you want to go marlin fishing, is the place yep. to be. Right? Way to go. Mm-hmm. Wow. Anyway, the tides for this weekend, today, Friday, the 15th, uh, the sun rose at uh, eight, uh, 618, excuse me, and will set at 809, the high and low tide chart. The high, first high tide just happened uh, at 739 just moments ago, and the next high tide will be at 319. First low tide, 11.52 this morning. Next low tide, 11.57. Saturday, the 16th, the sun's going to rise, 6.18, set at 8.09. High and low tide chart. First high tide will be at 8.18 in the morning, and the next high tide at 4.44 p.m. The only low tide of the day will be at 1.02 tomorrow afternoon. Uh, Sunday, the 17th, the sun will rise, 6.19, set at 8.08. The high and low tide chart, the first low tide will be at 12.51 a.m., the next low tide at 2.29 p.m. The first high tide will be at 8.50 a.m. And the next high tide will be at 6.30 p.m. That's Sunday. The average water temperature, again, I think this is a misprint. It's showing 73 degrees. There's no way to nah, water. Warm, isn't it? It's, uh, it's 73 degrees. Yeah. I think it might be 83 degrees. Yeah, probably about you right. Know, too. And, yeah. But uh, in that regard. So in the meantime, um, uh, going to get up to uh, some more heat today. Uh, yeah. and raindrops maybe in the afternoon and evening. So we'll yeah. see how that takes place. Rick. Yeah, a little afternoon showers. Yep. As always, Rick, you know, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for these fine people. You're right, Tony. Thanks to Alamo Hydraulics, Doors Heating and Cooling, Coca-Cola, the Quarter Tavern, and Home Run Pizza. And our motto is always, kids that hunt and fish don't steal and deal. 